two of the Designated Drinker Spring Fling Like You Mean It episode. We are the podcast Raising the Bar on craft cocktails, and I am still Louise Solace, your host. And with me still is my very good friend, Dwayne Sylvester. I am Gina. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Fling. <laughs> so let's just fling right back into this episode, should we? Shall we? Let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, last we left, Julian made us a wonderful, wonderful cocktail. So if you've missed part one of this episode, you want to go back and get that. Because not only did Julian make an amazing cocktail with parsley, Dwayne missed a very, very simple, but quite refreshing Aperol spritz. Oh, so now I'm simple. I get it. Well, Julian, Julian was fancy. Delicious. <laughs> Fancy. Well, I didn't want to. Go, I didn't want to go first. Well, Wait, he's I French. Wanted, I wanted you to. You know, <laughs> you know the French always overdo it. You got to drink it with your pinky out. It is important to show your skill. I applaud your effort, Julian. <laughs> no, no, no. He's he's French Canadian, not French. Right. French. It's hard to put oh. your pinky out when you're wearing mittens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they freeze off up yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Along with other bits. So let's stay down here where it's a little warmer. Luckily, it's springtime. So. uh are we going to spring again since you've sprung already? I'm embarrassed to make drinks now after Julian. I mean, he just really he showed what you bar? can do with. He upped the bar there for you this go. podcast. It's like he was a designated drinker or something. I have no idea. Something what's going like on. that. Something like that. So, what are you doing over there now? I still love spring. I was walking around looking for something that I can't find that. You well, while you look for it, you don't I even know that I don't have it. I don't. Well, while you look for that, let's, um, let's talk about where we are. Yeah, we are at Last Call in Washington, D.C., where we are, have a little bit of ambient noise here. A little bit, Sorry a little bit of construction. A little bit of the construction going on. You could say it's under development. There you go. Yeah, up and coming, progressive. What other words can we use for that? <laughs> There's a whole Netflix show for that. <laughs> they so, I mean, they used to say I was underdeveloped, too. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you got? What do I got? I got nothing. We're still making, are we still making drinks? We're still making drinks. Because I still love spring. And <laughs> some people at home, they are familiar with that Aperol spritz. Yes. Right? Because the Aperol spritz is easy. Walk in the house. Easy piece. I'm thirsty. Let's make an Aperol spritz. Sometimes you might want to make something a little bit more intricate. So I got fancier. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Fancier. After, after Julian, you know, put me to shame with his fresh herb water. What, oh, I know. Shock, what was it? Shock and... Blanched and shocked. Blanched and shocked. Yeah. That's like it's a little clunky. I'm working on it, the, a, the name there, but... <laughs> we're going to blanch Maybe and shock here. Maybe put a little awe in there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm a little shocked by this conversation. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I, myself, am not as fancy as people think, and I really enjoy drinking vodka. There you go. Many do, have, many do. I happen to have this bottle of citrus vodka from the people over at Sky, and uh, it's like a blend of lemon and lime. So I... Is that Lyman? Like, what'd you say? Is that Lyman? It's Lyman. <laughs> no, you can't say that. I'm sure I'm sure that's copyright, copywritten. Look, I'm in sure Spanish, a limon is a limon. There you wow. go. Right somewhere, right? Thanks, Limon Amy. verde, limon amarillo. <laughs> so... I got it sour. Uh, okay. Call it the Milanese sour, uh, and it's Aperol. Okay. That citrus vodka. And when you make a sour at home, lemon, simple syrup. Okay. okay. Oh, that's easy. So we've got a sour. Uh, at home, you can build it with egg white. I love it, egg white, because it gives you that, that Instagram ability. Yes. Well, I was about to ask 
Where's the protein? I'm shaking. They can't hear you. <laughs> protein. <laughs> Such a lovely sound. Such a beautiful sound. Almost looks like I can still bartend. That's there we go. Not true. You still got it. That happened. That's okay. Happens to the best of us. Thank you. I am the best of us. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get this simple sour, we serve it without ice or on stem. In a nice chilled glass, I take it? The glass is chilled, thank nice. you. Nice. What kind of glass is that? It is as on stem. Some people would call it a martini glass. I prefer to refer to it as a cocktail glass. Some people say coupe or coupe because they're fancy. <laughs> now, Marie Antoinette glass. There you go. There you go, look at that. I'm not gonna go, why is it called Marie Antoinette glass? I There's know. so many stories, but I've heard it's, they've, a lot of them have been debunked, unfortunately. They're, I don't know if any of them are actually true. Oh, tell one of the lies. Supposedly, it was uh, modeled after her breast. She thought the flute was too phallic and so preferred her bubbles out of uh, a glass that was shaped after her one of her breasts. Is it a boob glass? It is a boob glass. I even need that one. So I mentioned earlier that you can use egg white, but I just happen to have a little bit of uh, <laughs> Ramos Fizz in a siphon, which I wish you guys could see this, but I'm just, being, I'm just being really fancy. It's very that is fancy. a fun toy. Beautiful. I still make drinks at home and pretend that I can make drinks. So for you at home folks, he's using a siphon, um, which we've, we've had on, Gina's used those quite often on the, on the show. We've talked about how you put those together and uh, how it changes up the game. Yeah, you can find them easily on Amazon. It's a great thing to have if you really like to experiment with cocktails at home. But to people get the don't right have this. these at home already? A siphon. It's nice. So again, it'll add flavor and make it super visual. But, and then I'm putting a little lemon twist on top. I like to put lemon twist on anything that potentially has egg white in it, just because albumin sometimes uh, holds an aroma that doesn't complement the cocktail as well as the texture it provides. So we put a little bit of citrus oil to enhance your beverage experience. Eat your heart out, Julian. Merci. Amy, darling. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. See, look, I have a drink this time. Beautiful. Cheers. 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 Again, I fling. Spring in a glass. Oh, that's so lively. Like, dances on your tongue. Let's change the name to Dances on Your Tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a spring fling. We should have some dancing. Absolutely. Are you gonna start singing for us now? Um, I was going to, but then it's, it was like queued up too easily, so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta hold back a little bit. I should learn to hold back. I think that um, Just let you go. It's okay, Louise. We all know being extra is better. <laughs> At home, if you're building drinks, especially if you're gonna go in for like sours, again, spring, easy category. You've got some citrus juice, fresh citrus juice, guys. The plastic limes will get you halfway there, but it's so much better if you yep. have a fruit that you can squeeze. Um, simple syrup, I'm sure Gina's talked about it before. Yep. It's simple. Equal parts sugar and water. You don't even have to heat it. You can shake the bejesus out of it until everything's gone <laughs> and it will work. Yep. But if you typically at home, if you have an ounce of simple syrup, you need at least a half ounce of lemon juice. If you want it 
drier, add more lemon juice. You can go up to equal parts, simple and lemon. And then usually double that with spirit, put ice and shake it, and you're, you're home. You're, you're making drinks at home as good as the bars that you're going to. The only thing you go to the bars for now is the atmosphere and the cool bartender standing behind the stick. Absolutely, that's why I come. Cheers to cool bartenders. I'm, I'm so glad I know you. a few. You can really? Make, you can make drinks at home. You're not just saying home. that? I'm not just saying that. I wish I could meet a few. Mm. So you used egg white in the ISI siphon to create a little espuma Abs on the top? Absolutely. So in the siphon is a bit of um, bulldog gin, lemon lime, simple syrup, egg white, and even heavy cream. Oh, really? So uh, the ingredients that would go into uh, a Ramos Fizz. Yeah. But in the ISI siphon, it does all the integration for me. It emulsifies all the ingredients. There's also water and um, orange flower water and almond essence in there as well, just to, oh, interesting. to play with the ingredients. But all of a sudden now, I just squeeze, instead of shaking and throwing out my back because I'm old. Leave it to Dwayne to figure out a way to not shake a drink for 10 Absolutely. minutes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think you've created a cocktail within a cocktail. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. So how long would that keep with the, with the egg white and... Um, and uh, it's got all that alcohol in it, right? All that gin. Oh, there's booze in there. So, so. and it's airtight. So how it would keep for how long? Oh, Almost looks like soft serve. You're asking me to give a health recommendation or shelf life, which I won't do. Okay. But I won't tell you that this is probably three weeks old. Wow, really? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> Gets better with age. Yeah, it doesn't change. That's why. Hey, I'm, I agree with that. I re I resemble that comment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with all that that pressurized okay. gas in there and all that alcohol, there's not really. I can't see a way for and a whole lot of bacteria to grow in there. You're not looking it, for a with, with right. the first five days, at least, say for a yeah. good week. Wow, that's sure. awesome. So, I mean, like, if you had a party, you could set that up ahead of time. The other um, nice thing is if you had a party, absolutely. could you do something like this, um, like a punch, but then leave the siphon to the side so maybe your guests could, like, punch it out and then make like, your ladle, it, ladle it out? Will the guests be cleaning up after themselves? Less work parties. The problem is, is that this is really good, and after the first round, the siphon can be re a real fun toy at a party. Hello, <laughs> what kind of party are you going to? Well, you know. <laughs> Keys in a bowl, please. Keys in a bowl. You know. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the videos of guys gone wild, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want people breaking your fun toys because then you're like, this is why I can't have nice things. Yep, yep. I'm talking about painting the walls with uh, Ramos Fizz. <laughs> try it. Has it happened? It. Has it happened? What's that? Has it happened? I've seen it happen. <laughs> so um, one thing I, I asked you about how you, your approach to cocktails. How, Amy, how did you get into? making cocktails. I mean, how did how did you find this love? Well, there is this person that we all know. Um, her name is Gina. My name is Gina. Her name is Gina, yeah. And um, I just uh, accident, I basically met her on a coincidence. Oh, and, uh, I didn't know that. I mean, me as long as I've known you, I did not, with it. had no idea how it all started. Oh yeah, it all, it all started uh, with me volunteering to sell her popcorn. Oh, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. I never even knew there was popcorn. Oh, you. yeah. And I didn't realize that I was selling her popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just selling, helping out my friend who was doing these drive-in movies at Union Market. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I was just, I thought I was just helping them out, um, favor for a friend. Uh, and apparently it was the first night that they sold out and made a profit on the popcorn. Oh, look at you. So are you still friends with this friend? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, there you she's go. my best friend. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, I, uh, I, rec I pride myself on recognizing talent. Yeah. 
And when I saw Amy there working my popcorn stand, <laughs> I decided that <laughs> she is the person that I need to be as part of my team. And I can teach her the ways of in the glass. We won't say the cocktail or the mixology. We're gonna call it in the glass. There you well, go. I mean, my favorite part about the popcorn stand is that I didn't realize that the popcorn had a set price at all. So uh, when people were coming to purchase the popcorn, I was like, oh yeah, these are just you know donations to keep the drive-in movie going. And so I made over, <laughs> like not only did I make a profit, I like doubled the price of the popcorn. I think that's illegal. She was hustling, no, it's not illegal because she wasn't selling, she was collecting a suggested donation. donation. She inspired we people. We did donate for, some of that I was like, before yeah, a non-organization is one point. That's, that's I-71 <laughs> compliant right there. They went above the suggested donation. Yes. He was like, yes. How, how did you make this much money on popcorn? I was like, I don't know. I just told people they needed yes, it. Yes, I was. I was impressed with your... I love how Dwayne is like really embracing his energy now. <laughs> and he's doing it in public. <laughs> yes, I am Gina. <laughs> So Julian, how about you? How did you how did you fall into this? Same same story. I I, I was I was kind of found, uh, just kind of like like Amy. Um, Were you um, just on like the curb and somebody uh, was walking by and you're like, more, oh look at this poor little soul. Baby on a basket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give him a bottle. He's like Moses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more or less, I was uh, actually just uh, taken. Uh, my, my mom actually took me. I to think a, that's called kidnapping. <laughs> no, my my mother took me to uh, to dinner at Tremors on Main when I was uh, I think. Uh, 19 or 20 years old, so not old enough to, to drink, but just simply watching uh, Stefan Tremor make cocktails behind the bar. I was going to school to be an x-ray tech at the time, and um, still was passionate about that, but something caught my eye. I was like, wait, it's not just like soda out of a gun in a glass and yeah. Red Bull and a Jägermeister machine, and you know, that, which is the few bars that I'd been to. Granted, I'm Canadian, so you can go to bars and, and drink it at 18. Uh, I was only exposed to, you know, college party cocktails and so seeing this that changed changed my life and so Stefan took me under his wing and um, I'm here today because of that so and speaking of where we are today again where's all that noise coming from are we in Union Market we are is we this are. last call it is all I, that noise I, I must be Gina <laughs> you must be <laughs> I do like to shut down the bar so it must be last call must be last call. there you go there you go so you were drafted you were sold into submission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great it's, way of putting yeah. it. <laughs> I guess I was born into this, because I've been Were doing you? this shit since I was two years old. There you go. And what I mean by that is, you know. Shaking the rattle? No, nah, not even. I <laughs> have family members that um, believe in entertainment. Everyone's got to be happy in our home. That's and, great. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I never knew any other way. And you try to go take me to school and teach me math, I'm like, mm, that's a how does this make people happy? You know, so. Born to host and, and entertain. So, you know, um, I know, Amy, I know you know my husband. Um, you know, Dave grew up in LA and he learned how to make dirty martinis for Gene Wilder and Gilda Radner before she passed. They used to go to his, his, mom, his dad's girlfriend for many, many years after his divorce. Um, was uh, a screenwriter. Um, and so she was in the biz and uh, they were all good friends. And that's how Dave learned, he learned how to make dirty martinis when he was like 13, 14 years old because everyone else was having dinner and he was stuck there. He was, so his dad would make sure he was there. And that's what he learned, that's how he learned to make those. That's of course, amazing. he does not make them for me, asshole. So, all right. I think it's time for us to see what you got, Amy.
What I've got? Was I supposed to bring something to the party? <laughs> Just your talent and Fling your beautiful it. smile. A uh, good thing I'm always prepared. <laughs> Woohoo! So, Mama, it's all you. What you got? Well, for me, spring is about a lot of different things. Um, of course, we're all very, very excited about the beautiful produce and yes. stuff that we get in. Uh, a lot of things coming into season, a lot of things that you can play with. But it's also the new year for those of us of Persian descent. So oh, nice. it's new beginnings uh, spiritually, new beginnings around us, uh, nice. and new growth. Physically, faithfully, exactly. all of those things. Awesome. Exactly. And I kind of uh, went with that kind of theme for my cocktail. Um, I'm also using something green but a different uh, approach to it than Julian, where he does his blanching and does his water, I went with fresh pressed juice. Nice. So, Blanch another, and shock. Blanch and shock. Blanch and shock. See right. exactly why you want to go back if you missed episode one. Gotta go back. Yes, so a lot of us have been into the juice craze, right? A lot of people are juicing things <laughs> and keeping them at home. Why not yes. use it in your cocktails too? Yeah, kind of you like retox while you detox. Yeah, exactly. And you can juice the stems at the same time as juicing the leaves. You nice. So one stop. Blanching and shocking my life right now. Oh my gosh, well. <laughs> um, and if you're lazy, you can just pick up some fresh, fresh juice from Whole Foods. There you go. Yeah, or any, even, or even any of your local. Um, there's so yeah, many. Yeah, exactly. Low. There's a juicery everywhere. Yep. Everywhere. So what you got in that cocktail? So bag? in this cocktail, I'm doing, per cocktail, one ounce of Escalon tequila because I'm keeping with that oh, low ABV. Oh, you know ABV. I love me some, uh, some tequila. Yes, and we're going a little grassy with it. I've got a, a, basically a dash of green chartreuse in, the, in each drink, and that just, once again, is an aromatic component, going for those same like medicinal qualities and playing with the herbaceous nature. Um, and then bubbles, because bubbles, bubbles say spring. Absolutely, absolutely. And for juice, I went with a, a fresh pressed kale and cucumber juice. Wow. And lemon juice. Nice, Get nice. Get the kale out of here. <laughs> and my last ingredient is a little bit more complicated. People have heard a lot about and use a lot of red wine reductions. Yes. Um, instead of sugar, right? But I went with a white wine reduction, playing with a Sauvignon Blanc and like that kind of grassy nature and Sauvignon Oh, nice. Blanc. Oh, that sounds lovely. Mm. So let's, yeah. let's get to it. So let's shake it up. Love that sound. Love it. Love it. So fast. I just want to dance. Choo, choo. Cocktails make you dance. Good ones. <laughs> Cocktails make you do a lot of things. Hello. Just blame it on the cocktail. So what kind of glass are you using over there? I'm using a rocks glass for this guy, um, but you could also use like a nice tall Collins glass. It's pretty clear for rocks. You could use <laughs> a wine glass, a nice stemmed wine glass if uh, you're with Dwayne, because that's what he loves. He likes his pinky up. It is perfect for enjoying the aromatic as well as the palette of the cocktail. Gotcha. And then after you shake and strain those ingredients, we're just adding that sparkling Ooh. wine, some bubbles. Nice. I think the texture of bubbles is just so great for spring because, you know, you really feel like it's light, like it's effervescent. It's it like took me. everything in me to not put wine in my cocktails because that's like my, my guilty like crutch. I put wine in like all my drinks, sparkling wine, flat wine. Nice. See, uh, I do chartreuse and everything, and I uh, still did that because, hey, it's on brand, right? And then last, I'm garnishing it with some fresh multicolor kale. I love the fact that it's garnished. It's, it's only one color. <laughs> well, it's purple, different than, than normal. You know, give you a little beautiful contrast. Green in the drink, purple the garnish. 
Nice. Yes. This brings back childhood memories of uh, Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> this is so pretty. Cocktails Thank you. Guys. I think it's amazing that you, uh, there's like a silent rule, I think, somewhere, although I never heard it, that you have to use more spirit than what you put. You said you put an ounce of Espelon tequila yes. in this? But you just put enough to make it taste good. Well, At least that... I think it tastes good. We're going to find out in a yeah, second. Yeah, let's do it. Cheers. Salud, dude. Cheers. <laughs> or actually, salamati. Persian cheers. Salamati. Yeah. I mean, if we're celebrating nice. the new year. Ooh. And then, like, in, in, like, the story behind this drink is also a lot of these green ingredients we would call sabsi. And we set up these really elaborate tables. You may have seen like a picture of it before. Um, it's called a half scene that has like all these beautiful things that, sim that symbolize different things. And that's how see the green or the grass and all these things that anything green vegetables symbolizes life. So beautiful. I can, I can have see this. Oh, good Lord. This is a delicious cocktail. It's <laughs> awesome. And that is so beautiful. Yes, this is definitely your uh, Instagram-worthy cocktail. Well, not only that, but everybody's on the, like, that cold cleansing juice. You're still trying to get fit for summer, right? Like, yep. you're still trying to, you know, make sure everything's working right inside, inside and out. So I got to tell you, well. for for my cleanse, um, the blend of alcohol and fresh juice doesn't make sense to me. So I, for my cleanse, I'm just going to drink the alcohol. There you go. <laughs> get your fiber elsewhere. That's right. There you go. Well, I mean, I just think if you get all your calories in your drink, you don't need to eat, right? Is that That's what they say? F Always drink responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> Everything in moderation, folks. Everything in moderation. 70% <laughs> of what's in your glass, though, Amy, is healthy. You could almost argue, though, right? Yeah, There's exactly. There's a little bit of tequila and all these other herbs. And I mean, tequila's has a good deal of water in it. There's tons of water. Water sustains life. I, I think we're on, on the way to something completely healthy <laughs> for the health conscious. Well, it's just like people so often, like they'll just cut drinking out of their diets, right? Without realizing that there's ways to do cocktails that aren't so heavy on the booze. Yes. That you can have one or two of these in, especially a social environment, still go out and hang out with your friends, but not have to worry about like, I'm not drinking, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, or absolutely. the calories. Again, everything in moderation and you're to your point if it's um especially on the show we're all about like fresh ingredients and honoring the spirit so there are different ways definitely to your point a lot of ways to do that it's not always you know super i'm boozy. blown away that i'm drinking kale and loving it <laughs> oh kale yeah <laughs> is that pinky up is that pinky up uh, this is it's very pinky, la of you Dwayne. this is very pinky of me I, I may have to move to california i love that um Dwayne had like pink drinks pink and peach and you guys both had like both green. wet and green yeah. yeah green's my favorite color so we want the nutrients we don't get we're bartenders we don't get enough of them as it is uh so <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can get a nutrient rich which is exactly what this is this is like high on the andy ag aggregate nutrient density index scale this is like that's what i was not say. a lot of color hey, content uh, in this. Uh, the andy nutrient index mix <laughs> I used to work at Whole Foods where they made me learn all this capacitor. Stuff. Exactly. It's what I think of before I go to bed at night. <laughs> you um, two hmm. should seek the same counseling. <laughs> I think it comes in the form of a glass. Yeah. <laughs> or a very, very good bartender. I hear they make great psychiatrists. <laughs> do you hear really, like, crazy stories? I mean, is, do you have a crazy oh, story? Yeah. What time. do you have? Oh, yeah. Do you have a recent I mean, one? Uh, my favorite are recently yeah. divorcees. You told me you oh, weren't going to tell my story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, and listen, I 
do not blame them. Like, they should be getting out there and going after it. Absolutely. But uh, every once in a while, you just get a little hint of crazy with that. Oh, I'm sure. Can More you see the crazy hint. eye? Can you see? I always oh. like, you know, I have a friend that I always call her crazy. I will not say her name. Look in the mirror. She, I don't know. Um, and you're like, you look at some people and you're like, oh, she, mostly women, I can see it. I'm like, oh, she definitely has crazy eye. Like, you know, she's a little batshit. Well, yeah, it's, it's it's that same look. Is that, that the woman you used to chase back in the day? a woman that doesn't have that crazy eye, and I will buy your drinks for the rest of your life. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I like to say it's the same look that, like, your mom used to give you, like, right when she was, like, mad at you. Yeah. But it's crazy all too. the time. She yeah. Crazy too. <laughs> yeah. Crazy talk. Do you have crazy people in Canada? Oh, yeah. Well, every, you have everywhere, loonies. Everywhere, yeah. <laughs> there are, no, but they're, there they're very polite, though. They're polite Canada crazy. They're well. polite crazy? Yes, they're very polite. Uh, but unfortunately, I've not uh, gotten a chance to bartend in Canada, so all of my bartending experience uh, down here, yeah, we get, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of people come tell us kind of our sad stories, and I like to think about the old school bartender where the the guy that's having a you know heartbreak comes to the barkeep to kind of pour his heart out, and uh, I don't get to do that as much as I get to like help guys with their like Tinder accounts, oh. like kind of show me like why isn't she swipe, and I have to like kind of help him through that or walk, you know, that oh, like, first date my favorite. Yeah. I'm sorry, Miss Louise, what's Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe not Tinder, but like a Hinge or whatever. But yeah, so oh. I'm like talking them through their dating app and I'm not the guy to, I'm really not the guy to ask for that. Dating, <laughs> dating app? Is there a special appetizer that you serve for dates? I don't <laughs> well, they, those could, mm, some of them I think may not be a little less appetizing. <laughs> well, first dates at the bar though are some of the, the funniest interactions to watch because oh, yeah. neither person ever like really knows like what to talk about or, or what to do. So I saw That's I the was, bartender's job. I was sitting so so you know I always have friends behind the bar. Always, always, always my favorite place that we go to all the time. Um, there was there was definitely a first aid, but this guy was firing off like question after question after like it was like a list I, I swear to you he must have like memorized it because he went through like a hundred questions and he's like interrogation. it was totally it was like it was like <laughs> no we were all watching it like oh my god and I thought for sure she was gonna get up because it was like ocean or, or mountain cabin or you know skiing or beach like I mean it was like dun 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 back and forth she and she would answer on and on and on. And I thought she would leave. I thought it was like at any moment she's just gonna get up and like go running out of the bar. What nope. happened? Totally stayed in it. Like they ended up leaving together. I was like, oh, that Louise was that was. Married him. <laughs> this Perfect is a story match. Of David and Louise. <laughs> well, we know that happened way before there was any kind of app. Any kind of app. There were no apps back then. <laughs> to your point, it's what you ordered at the restaurant yeah, then. <laughs> mozzarella sticks. I mean, my one tip to everyone like who's going on a first date, the one biggest mistake that I see people make overall that I would say like is very easily avoidable, don't try to order for your date. Oh, that's just you, right. You, you, don't, you don't know what they like, unless you guys have been together forever and they say, order me a drink, I trust you. Yeah. If it's a first date, just let them look. If it, if it takes them a long time to find it, let them look for what they like because you don't want to seem like the pushy person who like just but to yes. that, if, if somebody's trying to order whatever it is, then get the fuck out. Just get up and walk away. Go find the next one. Cause I, it, like I got to tell you, uh, the, inter the meeting has changed significantly, but the person-to-person -person interaction is still applicable. Yes. And what I remember from first dates at the bar, guys, let me tell you something. This is advice. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> if you listen, she will steer everywhere she wants to go. If there's gaps, give as little. Don't volunteer too much information. Do not talk about yourself. And when she's talking, 
Shut the fuck up. See, this is a very successfully married man. <laughs> lucky lady. Yep, lucky lady. To her. To Mrs. Sylvester. She <laughs> might hear this. <laughs> no one to be quiet. Amy, this is delicious. It is, it is. Thank you. All right, so a uh, little housekeeping. So when you want to go and when you want to make this beautiful green cocktail um, that's going to retox while you detox, um, or detox while you retox, that's what it is. Yeah, um, it's a circle, never-ending circle. There we go. I, I'm right either way when I'm wrong. <laughs> so we're gonna, you're going to head over to designateddrinker.show. Where's that, Amy? Designateddrinker.show. I and thought gonna... it was designateddrinker.show. Absolutely. Wait a minute. Julian, what did you get? I got designateddrinker.show. Okay, then. Yeah, you're right. And you're going to go over there and you get all the tips and tricks and how-tos. Um, you're going to get both of these recipes, um, plus every recipe from uh, every episode before this one. But I got a question. What do you got? Amy, Julian, when you give someone a drink, what is the most, what do you look for? You just put the drink down and you, I mean, I was always selfish about everything I served. I wanted some sort of gratification to know that. You that wanted somebody to rub your belly? Yeah, I, I, I needed that validation. And maybe that's just me, but I've, I'd like to think that, that that's a commonplace thing. So what do you guys look for after the drink has been served? Well, for me, it's, it's so much that, exactly like you were saying before, where it's about experience, I think I tackle it in the same way. Because I want the drink to taste good, I want them to like the drink, but I also, it's, it's lubrication for me to talk to and engage with that customer, right? So it's, it's more of like still being able to check in with them, being able to talk to them about to drink, being able to educate them about it, you know, so that they can go on and know more about what they're drinking as well. Um, and if somebody doesn't like a drink, that's okay. Not everything is for everybody and not everybody reads the menu thoroughly enough to know what they do or don't like. It's being able to then take from that point and make them something they like, turn it into an experience that they love. I think I completely agree for sure. I think you, you kind of want to create a try to create a memory uh, for the guest, um, and uh, I think one of the coolest things for me is uh, with the way I rest and relax. I don't always retain uh, everything I've ever made and done and create. But when a guest can come back, <laughs> um, you know, maybe eight months or a year or several years uh, later to your bar and say, "Hey, do you remember this drink you made me with these ingredients?" And you're like, "No, I don't." Would say would say it again, and then they explain it. You're like, "Oh shit, I do remember that drink." and something you completely forgotten about, but they held on to it, and they remembered they, till they came back to your bar just to bring it up to you again even years later. That's yeah. like the most humbling thing. You're it's like, wow. It's camaraderie, right? Yeah. Like, it's like we're in this together. That's awesome. That's awesome. So when you go to the bar, take note. And actually, I, I always encourage, I know it's hard to believe, conversation. I think it's key. Human connection is very important. Um, but yeah, I think the best, best conversations I have, I've had I have to say, must uh, have to be with bartenders that I didn't know. <laughs> well, what did you do after you knew me? Yeah. <laughs> then the conversation got a little dull. <laughs> Drink Sorry a lot. <laughs> you need an Aperol spritz or two to get through the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Not true, not true. All right, let's spring this sprung or sprung this spring. Spring. Bling. Cheers.
The Designated Drinker Show is produced by Missing Link, a podcast media company dedicated to connecting people to intelligent, engaging, and informative content. Missing Link is a proud partner of Hearing Charities of America, a nonprofit organization that supports those who are deaf or hard of hearing. To learn more about HCOA or to find out about Missing Link's other podcasts, head over to missinglink.company. That's missinglink.company. Thank you.